0: Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Continue with our series. We're doing a series that's entitled The Five Things That God Wants Us to Increase, Take to a Higher Level. That's what he wants us to do, take five things to a higher level. And actually, uh, I, I got these five things when I was in the hospital. And I uh, didn't know whether I was going to be able to deliver them or not, but God gave them to me. And when I started learning to read some, uh, I, I knew that God wanted me to deliver them. I didn't know when I would be able to do it. So when I got the opportunity, this is my fourth message now that I've done since I've been out of the hospital. And it's really something that is on my heart. And I I know it's on God's heart too because everything that I've done is tied together. It's tied together. Like uh, the first one I gave, uh, the first thing that needs to go to a higher level is our intimacy with Jesus Christ. It has to go to a higher level in all of us. Not just me, not, not just one person, not just the elders. It has to be every single person. Our intimacy with him has to go to a higher level. And he, said, he said that's the foundation. That's the, if you're building a house, that's the foundation. you, you got the walls going up. Uh, you can put the roof on. Everything is going to be inside this foundation here. And if, if you don't have the right foundation, you can't do the other four. I said, okay. And so I, I did two messages on, on bringing forth more intimacy with Jesus Christ. And so of course, I have to walk these things out before it ever gets to you. And so I've I, I been trying to walk them out ever since I was in the hospital. So I said, okay, God, help me. And that's what we all have to do. Ask him to help us take intimacy to a higher level. Because we all think that we are pretty intimate with God anyway. Uh, but once he points his finger on something, then we say, oh, okay, that needs to go to a higher level. And so I told you about one of the things he put his finger on with me is that my trust in him has to go to a higher level. And that's one of the things dealing with intimacy. So I did a two-part message on that. And the first one was dealing that we need to... Uh, trust Him more. We need to, of course, uh, uh, experience Him more and we need to uh, know more about Him. We need to learn. We need to know Him more. And so, the second message that I taught on that was that we need to practice being like Christ. That when someone sees you in your workplace, they need to see Christ. If they never pick up a Bible, if they never hear a message, Because some people won't hear that because they won't uh, come into the church. They won't hear a message. They won't read the Bible. But they'll see you. And if they see you, they should see a message walked out. A message walked out is better than one preached out. I'm serious. Because you can talk a good message, preach a good message, but if it's not walked out, then... Uh, the people who are watching you, and especially those in your own household, because they see you uh, more than just on, on, on Sunday. So my wife sees me. My daughters, they see me more than you do. I don't see them as often now as I used to see them because they live uh, different places now in Lynchburg. But I see one, Brandon, uh more than the others because uh, she uh, works here and I'm in contact with her more. So they, they see it, walked out. And I remember telling John Dadio in a, a text message uh, because he, he, he talked last Sunday, and he was, he was actually not feeling well. And so uh, he said, you know, I'm coming down with a little sore throat, and so we need to uh, kind of, pray for me and all that. And so um, I was told, prepare just in case. So I felt that I didn't need to prepare, and I didn't prepare. Because I could have given this message last week, but I didn't. And I didn't even prepare to give it uh, because I said, I, I texted I said, I said, you know what? Uh, you have the anointing to bring forth God's message. God's going to always anoint his servant to bring forth his message to his people. And I say, so, go for it, brother. And this week, uh, probably about uh, maybe Tuesday or something like that, Wednesday, I I, got a a chill, and uh, when I get a chill, it's not too good because uh, I have a temperature usually, and, uh, and I can't get warm, uh, so I got in on a on bed, put a heater in my, my bedroom, closed the door, you know, to try to stay warm, and uh, my temperature went up to just a small temperature, 100.1. Uh, but regardless, the last time it happened, it was just before we went on vacation and what happens is that I get a virus type of thing and it, it makes my lips swell, my, my it makes my nose swell and and uh it's pretty bad. And uh so I didn't come to church that Sunday, uh just before we the Sunday before we left on vacation because uh I asked my wife how they look, she said, bad, bad. <laughs> I said, I said, Okay. I better stay home then 'cause I don't want to freak the people out, you know. Uh and after I got a chill this time, I said, Well, you know what, this enemy is really he, he's really uh not doing uh what I want him to do. He's trying to do what he wants to do to me. And and I'm not I gotta stop it some kind of way. and and it came back to me what I said to John because I said uh, I can wait and teach this message next week and I looked at the message and it says that God will always anoint his vessel to teach his message to his people I said oh man so now, do you understand that our intimacy with him causes us to change That's, that's all I'm, I'm telling you the story for, not for sympathy uh is, is to and not so you can well uh say, "Let me see how his nose looks." you know uh, it's not about my nose It's, ab- it's not about my my, my lips it's about the word of God, and so I said. I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I said, yeah, go for it. Go for it. And I said, well, how did I look this morning? Oh, my God, it's worse. Said, she said, but you know what? You, you'll be all right. It'll be all right. And, see, it doesn't matter when it's family. It only matters if, if it's guests coming to your house, you know. Uh, and, and so we do, do have guests in the house. Uh, but the thing is that we have to learn to walk the word of God out and not succumb to his tactics. And I said, somewhere it's going to have to stop. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, why I went to the hospital. It doesn't have anything to do with the abscess in the brain. It doesn't have anything to do with anything like that because it's been happening now for about two years, three years off and on, periodically, off and on. And when it happened, uh, usually when I was teaching every Sunday, it, it pretty much always happened on a Monday. And it's gone by Saturday night. And I'm okay Sunday. Nobody know about it. But for the last two times now, it started happening later in the week, so it makes it worse for Sunday. So I said, okay, this is going to have to stop. Uh, he's not going to stop me. I'm going to keep going. I don't care. If it looks like I have a balloon, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go, and I'm going to bring forth God's word because that's what I told John. If I told John that if it's good enough for John, it's good enough for me. You remember I, I, I said that? You can, you, can, you can have faith for somebody else, but if you don't have faith for, for yourself, what kind of faith do you have? Really? don't have It's just lip service you're doing. So I said, okay, God, that's what we need to do. Take our intimacy with you to a higher level, and what that makes us do is be just like you. Nothing stops Christ. In him, I'm healed. You're healed in him. That's why we're, we're receiving communion today is because what the price he paid for our sins. We're not coming to to, to. to receive communion. Because of our perfection. Because we are all this. We're coming. And, and, and receiving communion. Because in him. We are righteous. He has paid the price for us. And so. I said well God. This is going to stop. I have to walk your word out. And I love. This congregation, because this is what I've been teaching for, you know, 20, 20, 20 years, 20 something years now, is that it's not about a man, it's about the Word of God, the man, Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. And we don't get excited about a great uh, man of God whether he's a speaker coming or whether uh, he's on TV, whether he's whatever. Uh, Like one of my um, therapists said, I was telling my daughter that there's no need to get excited because you like this particular uh, speaker because he's young. You know, he's too old for you anyway. And and the thing is that, that he puts his pants on just like we do. And so, but she was old enough to know that uh, we, we, you don't get excited about a man or a woman. You get excited about Jesus Christ. You see? And so, you all know that. And so, therefore, this is what God has is, is given us to do. So, in review of that, that's what we're, we're practicing in that intima- intimacy is practicing being like Christ. Whatever you do, whatever it is, whether it's in school, whether it's in church, whether it's at home, know that God is expecting you to represent him, to be just like him. So that whatever you do, it's what he would have done. Because Jesus said that what I do, I have seen the Father do. What I say, the Father said. He's the one speaking through me. That's what we're supposed to do. And so that's what I want to do. That's why I've been here all these years through every pastor that's been here. I've been here. And, and some of you have, too. Ever since you, you've been here, like Lee, you came in 88. I remember, say, 1988, you came. Uh, I remember that only because we had a, a, a speaker, John a Guest. Uh, so you thought the operation hurt my brain? Well, no, I, I remember a lot of stuff. You see, um, and 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 you came, and you've been here ever since. And Lee doesn't have to be here. He has three homes. He doesn't have to come to Cornerstone. He's retired from here. But Lee was an elder here. Lee is one thing about Lee. Lee is faithful. One of the many things. He is faithful. But that, isn't that a characteristic of Christ? Christ said, "I'll never leave you." Or forsake you, how often until you mess up until I don't like you anymore well, how 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 long does is he faithful forever until the end he's going to be with us, so that's what that's the way I want to be And in the same way. I don't know what day you came, Jack, but I know it wasn't an eight eight though okay, eight nine okay, one year later, you came, okay. And been here ever since. So we have we have a lot of people who who who've been like that, you know. Uh, Miss Dorsey was here uh, when when just after the church started uh, in one of the I think uh, Heritage Elementary School, Heritage High School had started. Back then I wasn't in here. You and Sam uh, came to church that time. So y'all have been in this church longest than, longer than anybody else, and you're still here. It's, it's an inspiration to all of us to have, and that's why you need uh, the gray hairs, the older people, uh, as, real, as well as the younger people, so we can uh, show the younger people, hey, uh, you know what you just did? That's, that's, not, that's not what we do here. Take your feet off the chair. You know, <laughs> we don't do that here. You know? um, and and it, we just show them by example. That's what we do. We show them by example. So the first thing that needs to go to a higher level is our intimacy with Jesus Christ. The second thing I taught that need to go to a higher level is our personal outreach. Our personal outreach. We had had a a person come, and he might call himself evangelist. I don't know, but that's what he seemed to be to me, uh, evangelist, because that's what he likes to do. Uh, and that's what he does uh, most of full-time, I guess, uh, is that evangelize. And he loves to do it. And he's anointed to do it. Uh, and he helped us with uh, inspiring us to go a little further, uh, step out on faith in our outreach towards others. And we need that. We need that. So that's the second thing I taught. Now, today, I want to hit the third thing, but know that we're always going to be touching bases on, the, on that uh, first thing, which is our intimacy with, with Jesus Christ. Let's go to Romans chapter 12, verse 3, because that third thing I want to talk about today is that God... Wants us uh, to take something else to a higher level. Not just our intimacy, not just our outreach, but our willingness, our willingness to serve in areas of need. Our willingness. And that is very important for us because. If we don't do that, then what what tends to happen is that it burdens people. And I was listening to a message by another uh, man of God, and he was saying he he was speaking to to pastors. It was a conference on pastors, uh, to pastors, and, and He was saying that you need to make sure that you're surrounded by people who will lift the load off you. And in verse 3 of Romans 12, it says, For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of yourselves than you ought to think, but to think soberly, he's saying, basically. To think soberly. And then he tells us, because God is, is, has a, allotted to each of us a measure of faith. Whatever your gift is, it's a grace gift. Because God gives us grace. Verse 4 says, for just as we have many members in one body and all the members uh, all the members are not the same don't have the same function so we who are many are one body in Christ and individual individually members of one another since we have verse 6 since we have gifts differing According to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them according accordingly. If prophecy, according to the po- proportion of faith; if service in his serving; and if he is a teacher, in his teaching; or if his exhortation in his exhortation. He who serves. He who gives with liberality, and he who leads with diligence. He who who shows mercy with cheerfulness. I wanted to read that because I wanted us to, to know what you already know, is that each of us are different. Each of us have different gifts. And it's a grace gift, but I don't want you to limit yourself to that grace gift. Because if you limit yourself to that grace gift, then I wouldn't do anything but exhort, pastor, and teach. That's all I would do. I wouldn't do anything else. Because that's my gift. That's what I like doing. But well, see, God is different. Because see, Jesus, if I asked you what's his what is his his grace gift, what would you say? Would you would you say it's showing mercy? You say, Well, he, he he shows mercy. Is that his grace gift though? I don't know. Is it teaching? Well, he, he's, a, he's a teacher, and they call him rabbi. He, he's a teacher, but is that his grace gift? Is he exhorter? Is he a servant? What is he? What is his grace gift? And I don't know what his grace gift is. It doesn't say in the Bible. Basically, it doesn't say. All I know is he does everything. He shows mercy, doesn't he? He teaches, yes. You know, he he serves, yes. He does everything. And I said, well, if I want to be like Jesus, then I need to be able to do everything. I don't need to be limiting myself to what he gifted me to do because he only gifted me because we are part of a body and just like our body has different members and we could go to the scripture but we're not uh, that. that we know we have uh, parts and like in Ephesians it'll tell us that each part has to function properly each joint has to supply what each joint uh, should supply because we are a body and the body has to move together well Jesus would be limited. He would limit all of us and say, look, I don't want you to do anything else but show mercy because that's what I gifted you to do. Now, he always shows us in normal life what he means in Scripture. In your household, I want you to go home and today, tell Ma Gregory, you're not going to do anything but sing. Because God has given you grace to sing. Why are you shaking your head, Steve? It doesn't work that way. How long do you think, think you'll? Last before you would be calling somebody and say, Hey, can I spend a night at your house? Right? <laughs> <Huh? laughs> it's not, it's not going to work that way. Because we have to do other things. Nervous gifts is one of her motivational gifts is, is giving. She likes to give, uh, she likes to pray. She likes the prophetic. But she cooks. She cleans. She washes clothes. She does all those things. And so I don't come in and say, well, look, I will exhort you to do that because I'm an exhorter. I can teach you how to do some things because I'm a teacher. But if you expect me to help you do anything, no. I'm not going to lift not one bit off of you. Now, how long do you think I would have been married, Mr. Orson? Wouldn't have been long, would it? Wouldn't have been long. Wouldn't have been long as long it been 48 years, but it wouldn't have been that long, I guarantee you. Because we're supposed to lift one another's burdens, aren't we? It tells us that in Scripture. We're supposed to lift one another's burdens. Uh, we're supposed to be able to carry our own weight, but we're still supposed to lift one another's burden. The burdens that somebody else can't carry, we're supposed to try to lift it off of them. And that's what God was showing me in this message, uh, is that if you don't have now the intimacy with him in a higher level, that which is one of his love, you've got to practice love, you're not going to do that. You're going to do as little as possible because you don't want to. And I I called one of our past members, one of our other students we had uh, here. Her name was uh, Hannah Harmon. I called and I said, Hannah, can I use you as an example? And she said, yeah, you can use me as an example. Because when Hannah came, Uh, That was before her brother Noah uh, came, and this, I think, is Noah's second year here. But um, Hannah came and I said, what's your gift? What kind of gifts do you do? And she said, well, you know, I I can do whatever you want me to do. I said, well, we have needs in the sound booth, we have needs in the PowerPoint, uh, greeting, Everything. Children's ministry. She said, I'll do whatever you want me to do. If you want me to do sound, just teach me how, teach me how to do it and I'll do it. And Hannah don't bit more how to do she not know how to do sound than a man in the mood. She don't know how to do, sound, how to do the sound. But it doesn't matter that she didn't know how to do it. She says, You teach me if you that's what you need, I'll do it. That's what she wants to do. And that's why I want to use her as an example is because that's what Jesus tells us. And you, you remember in the Old Testament, he said, well, who can I send? Who, who can I send? It, how, how many people stepped forward and said, send me, send me? It, it wasn't a whole bunch of people, you know, trying to fight for to send me. It was just one. Send me, Lord, I'll go. Can he use us to further his kingdom and and say everybody is busy everybody is busy but we can make time for what we want to make time for I know that because I can do that I can do that and you can too and so God says look I want you to let them know that, yes, they have, a, yes, they have a, a, a grace gift, but I want them to be like me. Serve wherever. Do whatever. And I was talking to, I was really thanking Sarah uh, for volunteering uh, to do uh, the uh, announcements. Because John had asked somebody, and you you heard him if you were here. uh, If anybody would like to do announcements, we'd like to teach you how to do it. She came to me after the service and said, I'll do the announcements. I can do it every Sunday except two, I won't be here. I don't know whether you remember that. Uh, And and so she is willing to do that. Uh, And (laughs) my daughter john is not here today because he's out of uh, out of town i think it's in, in uh, pennsylvania was i think it was, it was the mother's birthday or something like that he sent sent me a picture uh you ought to see it it's a really funny picture uh he had on a wig uh, but <laughs> uh, but he was having fun because i told him to have fun um he said i can't find anybody to do the um you know transition he said so sam can't do it so uh, it's gonna have to fall on you. And see, the see the thing, Randy, is has been teaching me uh, since last year. Will, I want you to stop doing things because you have to you have to give other people opportunities so they can feel a part doing things. If you try to do everything, then you don't give them that opportunity, and they can't be blessed. And so I was overseeing the the. Uh, the greeters, and I mentioned that uh, to you, Emily. I don't know whether you remember it or not. And, and Emily said, well, I'll do it. And so she oversees the, the, um, the greeters now, and that took a load off me. It took a load. And can you imagine This, this person, who minister, I told you I was listening to, it was doing a pastors' conference. He was saying that people tend not to want to li- lift burdens off people, and they don't know it's weighing them down. And every time someone says, "No, I can't do that," "No, I don't have the time to do that," "No, that's not my gift," "No, this is." that the burden gets heavier and heavier and heavier and the camera was scanning the the congregation the audience there and you had people in tears he said "You you don't know how many pastors resign you don't know how many pastors fail to keep the faith. You don't know how many pastors lose in their marriage. You don't know how many pastors, you know, go into health problems because people won't lift the burdens. And it's hard to. Um, do what God has called me to do is hard enough if I don't have people who will lift burdens. And I know that it might not be your gift. I know it might not be convenient. And I, I can go around, you know, to the different ministries. I know uh my daughter Brandon was doing children's ministry and I said, Brandon, you need to be in the service uh some because she was never in the service. And she said, Well, I gotta have helpers. I have to I have to be in children's ministry every Sunday. And so uh when I went to the hospital, uh Randy started trying to lift some burdens off Brandy because everything that um, I couldn't find people to do in the body I would ask the elders to help or Brandy to help and they have a job each of them have a job so then it fell with just Brandy and me and so what somebody wouldn't do then I said Brandon can you do it you know um, she used to do setting up for the communion and thankfully uh we had Lyndon and Beverly coming to church, and they said, well, hey, Pastor, we can do that. I could straighten up a little bit more because now the burden is off me to do that, and it's all branded because I got her to do it. So I was loading her down and loading her down and loading her down, and she didn't want to. Uh, she said, it would be better if I went to another church. Really? And see, y'all don't know that, but try sometime uh, talking to Deetria because Deetria took Brandon's place. And see, Deetria now has a children's minister, but if, if, if it was like Brandon, if, 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 if y'all don't help, what's going to happen is that Deetria is going to be loaded down more and more and more until she's going to. And then now we've got to find somebody else to be in children's ministry. And that's not the way God has designed the body to operate. And that's why I told you uh, when I first came back to, to service, I think maybe was it was uh, one Sunday that Randall was here, I said that I'm not going anywhere, uh, but things will have to change. Because I didn't know that the weight on me was causing stress. I thought I could handle stress. But see, I didn't know that stress bothers you in other areas that you can't see. I didn't know that. And I cannot uh, be loaded down and stressed down to the point that I can't function and then I have to go back to the hospital or not make it or give up and quit. But see, that doesn't solve a problem, does it? Because whoever else it is, um, because I had the opportunity to turn the church over to Randy um, and he would have sent somebody but they would have done the same thing because that's what he's telling me, and that's what he's teaching, me. get the people to do the work. And so that person will stand up here and say, okay, we need people to to step up and do the ministry. And see, if you say the same thing to him, no, I don't have time, no, I can't do this, then he's stuck with a load now, load, load, load to now, he has to go to the hospital, or he has to quit, you see. See, it doesn't solve a problem. The problem is our relationship with Jesus, our, our wanting to be like him. It, 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 it calls us to say, you know what, love is thinking more of somebody else than you think of yourself. Because that's what Jesus did. He died for our sins. If he would have been thinking of himself, he could have said, well, well Father, if it, it be your will, take this cup away from me. I tell you what, I'm going to take it away. It's not going to be not my will, but your will. It's going to be my will. He didn't say that, though. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. It wasn't an easy thing that he did for us. So I don't think it was easy because uh, he was all man, just like he was all God. We don't understand that dynamic, uh, but that's okay. That's what the scripture says. So therefore, uh, we have to say, okay, you know what? We have to die to ourselves too because scripture tells us. If he so died for us, then we need to die for one another, and we can't die physically for one another. But what I mean, has been already done. But we can die to our our self self will. We can do that, and that's what um, I was telling. Uh, everything I, I usually do, I teach. I tell my wife about it a lot of times. Not everything, uh, but um, I was telling her that. Uh, she has to step up. I have to step up. Everybody has to step up. And so uh, she starts stepping up and and doing some things. And um, when I, I was telling my daughter, I got to find somebody to do um, the transition, or I'm gonna have to do it myself. And she said, I'll do it. And I said, What? Is that is that Brandon? Because Brandy used to, used to say, "No, uh Nuh-uh. Nah, uh-uh, everything that you, you 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 need to do, you can't find out about this, you can put it on me. No, we, we're not going there anymore. We're not going there anymore. But she volunteered. I didn't ask her to do it. She volunteered to do it. I said, wow. But I know that we've been talking about the Word every day just about uh, what God's doing in her life and and we just talk about the word. And I know God's doing a work in our life. And that's the first thing that Jesus said that we needed to do is to take our intimacy with him to a high level. And that's what she's doing. So it's bringing about a change. See, the word of God changes. Is that correct? It's powerful. Sharpened and a sword, able to some under the soul and spirit, uh, discern the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's a it, it, it's alive. It changes if you get that word in you. It changes you, and so uh, that's what she's trying to do. She said, "I want I I want to walk the word out," and so uh, that's what that's why she, she was up here today. Uh, she's never done it before, but she volunteered to do it. You know, and 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 I was listening to 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 you, uh, Sarah. And w- when you say, well, I think you said, I, 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 sh- I was shaking, you know, or something. And and your friend told you, you nailed it, <laughs> you know. And see, uh, she, she's kind of trying things out. She doesn't, she, I mean, it, she doesn't, it's not something that she's used to doing back home in her church, but she's willing to step out. If there's a need, I will step up and do it. Show me what to do. That's what we need. And so the message that he gave me, the second part of this message is that I want to share next week is that when you step up to do something, you really don't realize that you're doing something for him. You're really not doing it for me. You're not doing it for the elders. You're not doing it uh, just because, well, I like you, so I'll do it for you. No, it's him. And he said, well, what I'm going to show you to give to the congregation, and I always know what it is, is that, I got something planned for them. They don't have any clue that I have planned. But they'll never see it. Never see it come to fruition if they don't take the steps that I put before them. And I said, oh man. Oh man. And that's the next week's message. Because I know you want what God has for you. I want what God has for me. We all want what God has, has for, for for each other. I. Particularly as a pastor. Want you to fulfill. What God has purposed. And destined you to fulfill. I want that. I want that. But I know. That it starts. With. The first thing he gave me, our, come on, intimacy with him, it starts there. He told us he wants to, to personally outreach more. Well, are we going to do it? Or are we going to say, hey, that's a good message. That was good. Oh, praise God. You know, that, that, that fella Don Sunshine he has a fun last name, but you know what? That was good, but I'm not going to do it. It's uncomfortable to do that. I'm not going to do it. And this one on, 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 well, we need to take our willingness, willingness now, willingness to serve in any area to a higher level. You yes, say, so that sounds good, but I'm not going to do it. We will live and die, go to heaven, and not fulfill the destiny that he has for us if we don't do it. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. He's shown me and, and I know it to be a fact. And you, you, you'll you see what I'm saying next week. I'll I, I tell you. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Is it is it really hard? Really? No, it's not hard. Because we have the Holy Spirit in us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And you said, well, 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 Pastor, you, you kind of uh, asking people to do things they never done before. You had that, that that young girl stand up there and, and she was doing something. You had Brandon up there doing that. I mean, you shouldn't allow that because uh, you should have said, no, I'll do it because. You've never done it before. Well, who am I to not give her opportunity to trust God, to believe God? And 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 when I went to get my coat back there, uh, she came back. I said, "You did good." She said, "Oh man, I've been praying the whole time." You know, well, isn't that good? We're supposed to pray. If she could do something I asked her, you know, just to, hey, I want you to type this right here for me. She wouldn't have to pray to do that. She know how to do that. But, but you step out of your comfort zone, you'll start praying. You know? And that's what God wants us to do because he wants us leaning on him. That's what... Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at CornerstoneLynchburg.com, contact us by email, CornerstoneCom at Comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.